motion to the stars. A motion, motion. Holy terror, Batman. It's Cape Crisis. Mm-hmm. We're back from the dead. From the dead. Can I mm-hmm. uh, take a moment to apologize to everybody for that? No, I want to apologize too. But guys, look, I had a really bad cold. Really, really, really. And unlike Laser Time, we don't put any in the bank. These are fresh. What are you talking fresh about? One them. and two. Shut mm-hmm. up. Don't reveal trade secrets. I mean... Uh-huh. I want to apologize, too. Yeah. Because when I heard Henry was sick, I laughed a little bit. <laughs> sorry. I, I, uh, I just want to say I'm sorry that we took... Uh, that we missed last week. No, and, and for laser I time... I like being weekly. I had a pre-existing obligation to help somebody move from a different city all week. Mm-hmm. We did an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to... I've, I'm used to editing and posting stuff like I wake up two and three two or three hours earlier from work for work and mm-hmm. do a ton of laser time stuff. I don't have those two or three hours anymore. I started a new job that requires I wake up uh, early as balls. It says on the HR form, <laughs> and uh, have to hop on a train, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Ton of ton of comic time. Mm. Yeah, see, that's how I've been reading you? lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. I like. I love reading on the train. And I but, hate. I hate to mention my new job. But anyway, folks, hold on. <laughs> but I work. But I work at Capcom. Tell me, you saw that Infinity Gauntlet? Yes. Marvel versus Capcom crossover. Uh, today, our good friend Brett Elston posted on the Capcom Unity blog. You're going to give him credit for the scoop I just gave us? Well, he. I mean, he posted it. I, I mentioned it. Uh, but I saw it at Comic Con too. I had brought it up. But the, yeah, for Marvel Origins. Capcom is, did this really cool, like, original piece of art that's the cover to Infinity Gauntlet number one with, you know, Thanos and his fist of the Infinity Gauntlet in mm-hmm. the center. Except uh, in, on the original cover, he's surrounded by characters who appear in the comic. But on this new redone version of the cover, it's all the characters who are fighters in Marvel vs. Capcom 1 and Marvel superheroes. Just to see Strider really flying out of the right side of the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> yes. A little bit of Mega Man, Ryu Chun Li. It's beautiful shit. I love it. Yeah, um, it's lovely. It was very good work. Like I, I love the, I love they're doing cool little stuff like that. You know, Marvel yep. and uh, Capcom working together. And that's not the end. So stay Ooh. tuned. Whee! I'm looking forward to that game. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. I I really become thoroughly unprofessional when that kind of stuff is shown it mm-hmm. shown to me at work. Like. <laughs> uh, uh, you should have seen that art with the original. The of the era Marvel logo Ooh. with the Miami Vice comics written uh, across the I love the end. that one. I love that Marvel logo. Well, the comics is still written that way on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, guys, we're back this week talking it up. I am your host, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Thought you weren't going to get to it. Mm-hmm. And here with a regular old co-host, Chris Antista. Oh, hi, talking hi. about Capcom. And then we have uh, our good old pals here helping us out. Tyler Wildman Wild. Man, Wild. Wild. Tyler Wildman Hollow. Also, <laughs> and I'm saying hello wrong now. It's the thing I'm doing. How do you say it? And we'll, our we'll own and our <laughs> what, and next our week and our very own Hope Summers. And <laughs> <laughs> they, wait, <laughs> wait, no. No, everything rests upon you. Oh, great. Okay, cool. You Hi. have great potential in you, but you are. Uh, I don't have any more Hope Summers references. You were a baby. Yeah, she did one of those things that they do on like soap operas where she was like a baby, and then they needed for her to be able to tell interesting <laughs> stories. They had to age her up to like teen years to 
be interesting again. You sent so her into the future. She so. went to the future with cable, and with cable. for 12 years mm-hmm. and then came back. Oh, yeah. oh, cool. And now you're in, uh, yeah, just just finished the new AVX. It comes with the new Infinity. Mm-hmm. I have not read it yet. Uh, Infinite, excuse me, the uh, digital comic. But this one, it's, I, I hadn't seen them because I'd gotten them before and the Infinite title would download with the new issue? Yes. But this one isn't on Comixology, at least, is included in the new issue. Mm-hmm. So this issue is, issue 10 is 79 pages. Oh, with yeah. Infinite well, at the end of it. Infinite I, is like 40 pages, yeah. technically, because like they count it as a different page for when a new like word balloon comes up on an well, old. I've always been curious, table. like, where do you read these? And usually Infinites can be digested pretty um, quickly. Well, no, away from whatever issue they're, they're set yeah, to go aside yeah. with. And this is exactly the same. The stuff they do with the format is so fucking interesting and cool. Uh, I'm really, really like this this infinite. It's it's mostly conversation and looking at computer screens. Does that sound exciting? Yeah, but it's it's uh it's still super cool. No, that's Get awesome. it, kids. Yeah, I really I uh, I guess we're just talking about what we've been reading. So I'll talk about some mm-hmm. too. Like I read uh, Avengers versus X Men nine, and I was just talking about how awesome the. Uh, Spider-Man had a really cool fight scene in it, and like it sucks that Spider-Man never gets to do cool stuff in most crossovers because like he he's not powerful at all. Like like a good example would be in Infinity Gauntlet, uh, Thor and Hulk is all, are all over the place like punching Th- Thanos because they can actually do damage or at least like make him pause. And, and then Spider-Man's wrapping webs around Spider-Man people's arms. Spider-Man does oh, one Spider- moment where like Thanos is like distracted and Spider-Man webs him in the face and then at, right after that and that's a cool moment and then immediately after that Spider-Man is held to the ground and has his face bashed in with a rock <laughs> and that's all that happens to Spider-Man at least like Wolverine gets to like almost kill Thanos mm-hmm. well Spider-Man gave it a shot so who... what <laughs> where did that come from I have my sound effects back I'm can you hear me better. grinning can you hear <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yes. Same thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <All right. coughs> You're right there, Santa Claus. Uh, the same thing happened with Spider-Man in Onslaught too. I remember, like he just fought Sentinels while like the Avengers and X-Men were fighting Onslaught. It was. Um, I think I'm going to move, not not to derail. Um, All right, that, Spider-Man memories. But something I read this week. Um, I'm, I would. I think I'm going to choose it as the image. Deadpool kills the Marvel kills oh, the Marvel universe. Yeah. The way Spider-Man goes out is is horrible. And I great. haven't read this. It's I wonderful. But let's just say it. when they say they kill the Marvel universe, Spider-Man's going to die at the yeah. hands of Deadpool. Yeah. And I I don't know. I'm really liking that comic. I I like it, but everybody dies so fucking quickly. A little bit. Like but... most of it, most of the deaths are off page. Mm-hmm. Like they just are already done, and you're like, oh okay, and then. Half, half the other one. Well, well, Spider-Man's was still pretty quick. Yes, like, it was with a gunshot. <laughs> You'll see if you could look <laughs> yeah. at the lasertimepodcast.com. But yeah, I mean, that, I think that's my one issue. Like, it's really cool, and it's interesting seeing such a crazy, goofy the, character be so fucking I th- dark. I thought about that, because he, he's still goofy. But, but what, like, really morbid. But what it's like, it's like... We all follow Deadpool through Deadpool comics. Mm-hmm. We're sitting there with Wade going through him as he discusses everything. This is like an outsider's perspective who happens to be following him. What it looks like from somebody who's not following Deadpool's perspective, what he's actually doing. Mm-hmm. Killing indiscriminately with no remorse. 
and making jokes about it. Mm. And that's what the fuck comic is. Like, the washer <laughs> eats shit in, like, the first issue. And oh, it's yeah. hysterical, dude. Well, fucking the Fantastic Four within the first five pages. They're all dead. <laughs> I, was uh, wow. my, I was showing my co-worker that. Three of them that. are dead by the time the story starts. Yep. Like, the only one left is Sue. And yeah. then she's brutally murdered. And she's brutally murdered. <laughs> Wait, she is? Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, first three pages. I do not mean to spoil Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. I mean, they've done, they've done that before. But this yeah, is, there was this is so much fun. Punisher kills the Marvel Universe, which I really like. The, yeah. I love the start of Punisher kills the Marvel Universe, where like in this one, his family he's a poli- It starts off where yeah. he's a police officer, and he comes to find out his family is killed like in a stupid crossover. Like mm-hmm. he gets there and and Cyclops has just fought Magneto, and they're like arresting Magneto, and Cyclops like, "Hey, I'm sorry, man, your family got killed, but like we had to stop Magneto," and then. Punisher then pulls out a gun and shoots Cyclops and and four other X Men in the mm. face is and like he doesn't take their apology at all. Wolverine leaves him a permanent scar. I, I did like that because they do see a lot of collateral damage here and they never really show it except mm. that Frank Castle this time was part of the collateral damage. Well, because LOL. in those collateral damage mm. things, you like for you to say if anyone dies no. uh, because at the even the indirect fault of a superhero they know they're no that makes it a lot less fun mm-hmm. yeah if you saw in the bat that's why they make it it that's what starts breaking reality sometimes in the very in the real Christopher Nolan films mm-hmm. when they have to make it a point that like batman does not kill anyone and so they like, he blows up a car, but the dudes in the car are still alive at least yeah, they, yeah. they don't do it like they they did in Arkham City well, he, we all know Batman doesn't. I think everybody knows Batman doesn't kill. Mm-hmm. But then he meets Ra's al Ghul. God mm-hmm. damn it! Uh, <laughs> Not Raz. Uh, what about Raj? No, it's Raj. Ra's al Ghul in that super warpy scarecrowy level, mm-hmm. and he just says over and over, "I don't kill. You will, detective. I don't kill." We know. I've never heard you actually have to say that. That was just a coda that you live by, and. <laughs> Well, Never I think said a lot out of gamers loud. maybe didn't know that. They, Not they even just, in the first game where well, he didn't kill. I think they're just so used to. I don't kill, but well, I'll handicap for the and I'll end, explode. Well, for the end of uh, well, for the end of Arkham City, you need to know he won't kill somebody for the final mm-hmm. death to have extra irony. You know? Not even the Hulk, that Joker. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Wait, is it, I thought it was someone else's turn to talk. How does well, this work? Someone help me well, on a podcast. What else it's been a week. Somebody... Well, uh, here, I'll talk about something I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final collection of Hitman came out, uh, which was my favorite comic, one of my favorite comics of the 90s. Wow, I just bought the first one. Early 2000s. The last collection finally came out. Like it, it, it had been out of print for a very long time. And I actually never... I read the last two issues, but I didn't read the eight before it. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good, but it's so it's so dark. Like it gets to a very dark place. But I do I get a little yeah, tired. Of... Dark place? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just yeah. a reference for a couple of Britcom fans out there. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, yeah, Hitman is is like fu- it's sometimes funny, but there's like this air of finality over the whole thing. It's like like when you watch a TV show and you know and like they know they only have five episodes left, and then they start. Just getting all dark and sad, and characters start dying, or just or going s- off to college, yeah, <laughs> or stare off into nothingness and just go like, I guess we're gonna die. 
Yes. Trash compactor scene, Toy Story 3. There Ooh. it is. You got it? You got it? Right there. Hey, you right. know there's going to be Stop a... Stop it, Tyler. Get past this. Get past this. <laughs> you know there's going to be a new Toy Story short real soon. Yeah, good. Party Source Rex is Party. what it's called. <laughs> what it's called. I don't know. our favorite T-Rex. I don't... Um, inconceivable. Uh, that guy? Yes. Yes, Wallace Shawn. And he'll... Uh, he's going to... It's going to be shown before uh, Finding Nemo 3D. Oh, good. A movie I want to see. Yep. Fantastic. You Well, the only other thing it could have been in front of is like Wreck-It Ralph, but you want to see Wreck-It Ralph. Right? I do. I do. Yeah. I, oh, yes. I want to see Wreck-It Ralph. I read a funny little story about Wreck-It Ralph recently. Mm. was that... Uh, like so, they got permission from Nintendo, Sega, and Capcom mm-hmm. to have Bison, uh, Bowser, and uh, and Robotnik make a character cameo. Mm-hmm. And they said that when they were getting permission, like they animated the scene, and the Nintendo was like, "No, Bowser's bigger than that. You made him too small. Make him bigger." And so they're like, "Okay, we'll make him like ten percent bigger." And then, like, then they hear from Capcom, like, Bison's bigger than that. He should be bigger. And so then the, the, every, each person wanted their character to be bigger. And then Disney apparently just realized, like, they just want their character to take up more screen space than yep. the other characters. Probably. I mean, I don't know that. So we had to just make a rule of, like, no, okay, look, this, these are the But I, I know with all those characters, those characters are bigger than all of the other characters in that game. Mm-hmm. So to be in a group of them where they're, they're all relatively the same size mm-hmm. Zangief is fucking huge well though Brett uh, Elston did a pretty good feature yeah. about how just gigantic oh, yeah, Bowser, Bowser has become Bowser is too huge but only recently has he become like a, a slightly uniform size mm-hmm. yeah it was just a continual uptick mm-hmm. also I saw a funny picture of like Nesquik is already has like Oof. these Wreck-It Ralph boxes of like uh, uh, a uh, pixelated Bunny on the uh, Nesquik bunny on the cover, like for Wreck It Ralph. It's really, oh really? It's really cool looking. I and wouldn't drink Nesquik. This is it, the like end it. of Eight uh, Bit <laughs> Art. Yeah, Eight Bit Art is it's now it's gone mainstream, guys. It's now too it bad. Is, now it's it's jagged polygons. Everything gets a Crash Bandicoot filter. <laughs> that it's is going to be future. wonderful. Yeah. That is the future pass. That's a new retro. <laughs> oh geez, what else I read? I was you know, like I was sick, and I seriously read some stuff. Oh, I did read. I started rereading my Invisibles books again. Oh, I need to get back to that too. Those are so good. I'm going to start over Invisibles from the beginning. So no, you should. Well, mm-hmm. why? Well, now that you got your big new fancy job and all this money, excuse me. Why don't you? Why don't you buy the Invisibles omnibus that comes out at the end of the month? Because I don't buy omnibuses anymore. They take up space on my shelf after I'm done reading them. He but this... takes the omnibus to work. I do. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, Hold boy. on, let me find my button. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Actually, the train. Sorry, it is the train. But yeah, the uh, the but it'll look great on your shelf. Okay. Nope. Yeah, well. never gonna happen. In yeah. fact, I'll give away a couple issues this week. Jeez. Nobody got my trick question. Yeah. Oh boy, where you did bastard. you see the Joker in Dark? And pe- people no, guessed and just Joker. stopped. You didn't say the. Joker. I said, said Joker, Joker, and the answer was, uh, we have a drum roll. No, um, the answer was. Matthew Modine, who played Joker in Full Metal Jacket. I'm very disappointed in all you of you. Fucking dick. <laughs> very disappointed in all of you well, for being under 35. I knew he was Joker. Everybody I, knows Full Metal Jacket. The but night I, of the movie. Yeah. I'm in a world of shit, Joker. The night of the movie, I said it to, I said it to Charlie. I was like, ah, wasn't that funny? That guy was played by Joker, and he's, that guy was played by Matthew Modine. He was Joker. Mm-hmm. I said that. 
You all feel pretty stupid now, don't you? You could have had a free comic. We got tons of Digicomics to give away. Um, I am yeah. But guys... Oh, and I read, I read from a sale, astonishing, uh, The Astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine, which is oh. super fucking fun. Yeah, I love it. It's I, ridiculous. I lo- the Jason Aaron really gets the interplay between those two characters really well. Yeah, you introduced me to Aaron, and now every time I see his name on something, I, I get a little squee comes out. Yeah, Jason Aaron is great, and I can't wait for... I'm glad he's... Uh, or I, I hope some... I'm glad he's writing Thor. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to be taking over Thor soon. But I think someday he could be a really good Spider-Man writer. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd really, I don't want Dan Slott to stop being the writer of Spider-Man. I'm worried that he might when they do the big change-up for Marvel now. But uh, They can take over Ultimate Comic Spider-Man, which I think I'll give away, hardcover-wise, mm. uh, this episode. Tweet this episode to your followers with hashtag Hulk to win Ultimate. Uh, issues 7 through 12, I don't remember. I'm not uh, tweet the words this episode. This you know? episode. It's... Hashtag this episode. Hashtag Holtic. Okay. Did, uh, I also liked all, I just like jokes about time travel. Like it was yeah. so funny where they're like, you, no, you can't be here now because I'm here then and we have to, you already did this so I know that this fails. Yes. Like, so oh, by funny. the way, this doesn't end well. What? Um, well, oh man, and the ending though is so bittersweet. I haven't read the last issue yet. Oh, I mean, you want to calm down? Um, yeah. All right, there you go, buddy. <laughs> anyway, guys, anybody else been reading? Who Anne's else been read? Re- Anne was reading something a second ago. Oh, well, I've been reading a few different things. I bought the newest issue of Saga today, and I'm still really into that. I know. I want to get into that so oh, bad. It's it, so pretty. I'm and for the trade. The universe. That's the is Brian Bond so cool. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was it's, Brian K. Vaughn's uh, triumphant return. To it's Hobbit. it's gorgeous, and I just I love the characters and I love the story so far. It's still only on six issues, so mm-hmm. it's a new thing. But um, I'm really curious to see where it's going. It's all magic and space. Ex- explain and a little with bit because I, I just see like it, it being nominated as like the best new property in comics going right now. Mm-hmm. Well, the universe that the story is set in is a war going on between a planet and its moon like the people who inhabit the planet and the people who inhabit the moon Mm -hmm. and they see the people who live on the moon as these like savage creatures and it's actually about a little girl who's born to a moony someone from the moon and someone from like the army that works on their earth or whatever it is sounds a lot like that Anime prison thing you showed us. Um, oh, Dead Leaves? <laughs> dead Leaves. <laughs> it's honestly, it's much more serious, but there are similarities. There are robots with, like... People with computers for heads, with yeah. With TV like, that's heads. that's the royal family but they have But like, they have, like, human bodies, and they, like, do each other. Yeah. Like that, Ooh, with their weird. human bodies, but with their computer CRT heads. I like this already. And, uh, uh, all yeah. voiced by Mike Green like, and Henry Gilbert reference <laughs> to another show. I like the premise of this like moon people versus planet people because mm. they realize like if if oh if we destroy the moon our planet is screwed and oh if we destroy the planet our moon is fucked. Fuck our tides. So, but they still want to fight. So they're like, <laughs> all right, let's not fight here. And it's not just that let's they, go somewhere else. It's not just that they want to fight. It's that. It, the main, like the main story, isn't about them fighting. It's about no. everybody wants this couple and their baby dead. Both mm-hmm. sides want this couple dead because of what they did. They both Dang. abandoned their posts. They both worked for their own militaries and had a baby together. And and yeah. so th- does the baby come out naturally with a uh, the CRT baby co- te- the the television? No, head? well, no, because neither of them have tele have TV heads. That's just They're like the robot. royal Got family. It. Got it. Yeah. But um, it's just the no, covers I've seen. The <laughs> people from the 
whatever their version of Earth is have wings, and the people from the moon have horns. Mm. So the baby comes out with it. wings and horns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and then there's a and then there's a ghost girl, and she's very funny. And Alana and a, the mother a, is Myrtle. Funny. There's a, yeah. a spider woman. <laughs> a spider woman with a ton of boobs. A ton of boobs. Sounds like Jessica to me. And, and the, uh, the other bounty, bounty hunter. hunter is very cool. He goes to a sex planet. Uh, sex planet? A yeah. sex planet. And they're just, uh, yeah. what was I it? Walking, walking Lips was, was <laughs> one of the lips. prostitutes. Yeah, there's all kinds of like alien sex trade. They are workers. weird. And they all have MASH nicknames. And then he runs into like a five-year-old Jesus. girl there. Yeah. How many references will I do today? <laughs> uh, right. You have been saving up all these references. I good. haven't podcasted for like a week. But uh, hopefully we'll and have a... Brett and I will be doing a new one right out of the office now. Before I do, is there anything else you've been reading? Oh, I've been reading Haunt, too. I just picked Haunt. up a few issues of that. Haunt. That superhero one by Kirkman? And yeah. Greg no, no, Capallo. no. It's not, a, it's not really a superhero one. Like, it's pretty fucked up. No, like, no, it's, no. Not, it's not lighthearted like Invincible is. My problem with Haunt is... Well, Invincible can get pretty dark, too. No, I, I know. It can get but, really dark, but it's got at least light moments. Yeah, but... No, I read the first six issues of Haunt, and I liked it, but then somebody pointed out when somebody said, like, mocked it by saying, why does it, why is this superhero covered in semen? <laughs> then that's all I could, <laughs> that's, then oh, that's man. all I could see. Uh, now, I've, now I've ruined Haunt for you. I've, I only bought the first six issues, too, so great. <laughs> Thanks. I do like the first. I do like the first six issues. The first it's an interesting issue, story. There's a really creepy moment where like a dude is being tortured for information, and then like this character. This like, isn't like the first issue. This is the, the first issue. Yeah, the brother's being tortured for information, and he won't like. Apparently, he's he's playing dumb, and then the woman. Well, he says, doesn't. He, oh yeah. He, then the woman. We later like, learn that he does. The person who is like torturing him uh, gets instructions. The woman says like just so flatly. Okay, anesthetize him from the waist down and cut off his penis while he watches. If yeah. he doesn't say anything, then then he does, then he won't ever. So kill him, and, and then so kill him. It's just like wow. And you know, because he know winds up dead, that, he, that, yeah. that happened. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a, it's kind of a messed up it's story, dark. but it makes me realize I never want to be tortured. Haunt wow, to me that really brought it to the <laughs> really brought it to personal. To me. It sounds like the last name of like a sad German philosopher. I'm hogged. Haunt. I'm sad. Haunt. because it's about a priest or a, a guy. As as haunt. He's a shitty priest. But. As haunt once said about the futility of life. <laughs> yes. See, doesn't that sound perfectly natural? And, He's totally uh, a sad German philosopher. I want. I have nowhere else to bring this up. So I work at a certain company now that people like to complain about. You already said that. You know. Okay. We know where you work. But I'm going to have to mention something else in conjunction with that Hitler. Uh, Hitler, oh, okay. Hitler, you know those Hitler videos where, Hitler, where Hitler complains about things? <laughs> Hitler reacts. Hitler reacts, and like basically every trailer <laughs> we have of an existing property. Hitler has reacted to. A trailer, a Hitler reacts videos that I'd love to post but cannot <laughs> pop up. And then I, like somebody, you know, we're looking at one today, mm-hmm. and I realize I totally forgot that I have seen this movie, and it is a powerful movie. Mm-hmm. It's ger- the first time, it's called Downfall. It's like the first time Germany has acknowledged yeah. Hitler in in like 50 to 60 years. It meant something, and mm-hmm. the internet has taken all of that away from it. <laughs> it's Hitler is a the joke. Meaning. Hitler's a joke who complains about new trailers, um, DLC, <laughs> Jay uh, Leno taking Jay Leno over. taking taking from Conan O'Brien. Like this this super powerful cultural milestone has been fucking ruined. I want to go back in time to the 40s, not to kill Hitler, but to show him how much he hates pop culture now. <laughs> hey, hey, look. 
this this is you complaining about the latest Resident Evil trailer. Uh, apparently, you didn't like how the killing ended. <laughs> <laughs> that show's been canceled now. Yeah. I know. What? You had some serious problems with the lost ending. <laughs> well, that's that. I have not seen that show. Me neither. But that's what fa- the, the first season was. Everybody loved it. Loved it. And I don't know what they did. The last episode of the second season killed their whole audience. I have the first season on Blu-ray, I think, somewhere. If but you, I haven't watched it. Or maybe I got rid of we, it. Uh, whatever. It, it, it'll be a lesson or in some cracked article later on, like episodes that killed series. <laughs> their last episode of that season killed that fucking series. Nobody it was like, came back for season two. It was yeah. super high rated, like and critically well received, and like everybody was pissed. I don't know what happened. I'm not saying you get to spoil it in the comments, people. That'd be wrong. Well, I know they didn't <clears throat> solve the murder. Like at the end of the first season, they did not solve the murder. And no, I think but a that's lot what of people it goes. Didn't like that. No, no, no. He's saying at the end of the second season, people Into got the pissed. First season, I'm no, sorry. no, the first, first season. season. Oh, I thought it was on its second season. Now, like it started. Well, no, the second, already. The second season, season is, finished, is it. It's and, over. And now it's been canceled. Now it's been canceled. Ah. Okay. But like, how does a show like? There's very few shows that that is that has happened to mm-hmm. that fucking Gina Davis president show. Oh, now I remember one other thing I read. Ooh, Fat- oh. Fatal. Oh yeah, it's, I've been it's that too. really good. It's very good. Well, I knew I was gonna love it because Edward Baker and Sean Phillips are now like my favorite, currently my favorite team producing work. Like they are just so great together. Like Brew Baker, like has such a great sensibility for noir and for like sci-fi weird mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Sean Phillips like can draw it perfectly, like action and acting, and just uh, it's so good. And like the mystery of Fatal, like I don't even want to explain the plot because you should be surprised by what happens in it. But Fatal, it's it's just so great. The first uh, and Image did a really good job, like collecting it. Like issue six just came out last month, but they mm-hmm. and in conjunction they released the heart the. The uh, collected edition already for five do- uh, of the first five issues, like immediately. Where can people find that? Uh, on Amazon.com. Oh, on, the, on the oh, I mean on LaserTimePodcast.com. On this week's issue episode thing. Yeah, yeah you're almost getting good at this, buddy. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I was off a week. I, I know. I know I'm me. off my games. Well, guys, we should talk a little bit about news before we end this segment. Damn! Did you see that? Dare, the, the Daredevil, all right, Daredevil first off. Yeah. Sorry, I well, we yeah, fuck. I mean, that wasn't even like a real trailer. I wish that it would have. Had, yeah, no, it was one of those. Okay, let's let's get some background. My first. bad, my bad. So um, Marvel, uh, so Fox had the rights to Daredevil, and they made a shitty Daredevil movie with that with those rights in 2003. And if they started filming a Daredevil film this year in October, then they'd get to keep the Daredevil yeah. license. And there was a director <laughs> who they lose Galactus or something. Well, no, then. So the rumor going around last week was that Marvel would give them an extension if Fox gave back the rights to Galactus and Silver Surfer. They're clearly who are, going to embark on a cosmic the, saga. Yeah, and they'd really like to have Galactus mm-hmm. and Silver Surfer for that, but they're tied up in Fantastic Four. But <sighs> Fox chose <sighs> not to do that, and so now Fox is letting go of Daredevil. Like They're just going like, well, we can't start filming in October. They're not going to pull an Amazing Spider-Man. They're just like, nope. We can't start filming in October, so screw it. Have it back, Marvel. Fucking maroons. I'm glad Marvel has it back. They're going to do a better job than what Fox would do. Yeah, you're right. But the guy who wanted to do the Daredevil Joe, film, the guy Joe, did the gray uh, Joe Caramanga or whatever, like he, so he, not he quite, but whatever. He uh, he pitched to them a, a Daredevil, a period film for Daredevil, set in the 1973 New mm-hmm. York, like. Uh. The, oh, the beautiful New York, mm. the Scorsese New York, uh, the Scorsese, the Coppola uh, New York, the 
the one of French Connection, the one of all like, and he used footage oh. from all those movies, cut them together with mm. I think Robert and Nero dialogue from The Untouchables. Yes, which is not, uh, yeah. Uh, well, but him uh, like untouched his character in Al Capone is kind of like Kingpin. Yes, and he says a ton of stupid lines. I want his dead. I want his family dead. dead. Want his house burned to the ground. But. Yeah, it was. Uh, I just love American Gangster. Was mm. one of my favorite recent films because, really? like, it totally. Well, because it made it feel like those types of old films, mm. like just seeing, just seeing cops on old cops with cops with mustache, like sitting in, and watching and stakeout and eating and and eating like Chinese food and, and sixty foot long cars. Ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> and just running upstairs and mm. knocking on doors and busting down like God, it's so oh, not reading people that. their rights and hitting black people. Is that what well, you want? No, <laughs> no. But when they had to have car, when back before everything was so slickly produced, like when it was just, it was so real. Well, that's what just where like, Daredevil makes. And somebody, uh, somebody, Daredevil should be part. Awkward of loser uh, tweeted to me and like said, "The company you work for." Just rip off Arkham City with Daredevil. Trust me, it'll work. I'm like, I think you're absolutely right. I never really thought of... Uh, tonally, Daredevil is a very, very uh, good comparison to Batman. Yeah, yeah. Well, and his enemies, the hand, are perfect for mm-hmm. disposable video game enemies. Yes, yes, absolutely. There's some ridiculous... The owl. <laughs> yeah. There are so many disposable enemies in the uh, Daredevil's menagerie, and and Ugh. I forgot. I actually forgot. I was going back through the the Wade and Brubaker stuff, mm-hmm. and that that had. Oh yeah, this is like my favorite thing that's ever existed. Yeah, I just wish. I wish they had made that. That if they they would have screwed it up, but that Fox guy, what that guy was pitching to do with Daredevil would have been. Cool. But to 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 whatever their old. Okay, one I've heard that Daredevil movie, the rated R cut, uh-huh. is really good. I've heard it's definitely better, or it's it's a huge improvement. Yes, it may not be great, but it's a huge improvement. You still have that Evanescent song, I bet. Oh, dude, I I <laughs> forgot. I saw that movie at Rift which, Tracks which Live. Oh, uh, which yeah, Evanescent no. song? Yeah, no, I, I just wanted you to do it. <laughs> Uh, I, I, can't I can't do it. I know there's the wake words. me up inside, but every time that guy does wake anything, because I just want his eyes like, save me. Like, whenever he says anything, and then he has his own verse, and it sounds like the Wait, stupidest isn't thing. Isn't Evanescence a lady? Uh, but well, there's but another guy one in the background. Rap rock ones oh. where the other guy goes, all around, I couldn't see. Yeah, he has the slipknot. Don't look at me like I'm fucking nuts and make me do this. I'm not going to dance for you guys. That's how the song sounds. Keep going. And I I watched it. I believe it. uh, Riff tracks live. Everybody's cracking up. Those guys are great. But we they watched Daredevil, and this is Mike Nelson, Bill Corbett, Kevin Murphy of Mystery Science Theater 3000, watching them live at Cobb's Comedy Club. Watch Daredevil. The biggest laugh that happened was just Evanescence song playing during the montage. <laughs> they didn't it, have to it's say incredible. anything. But it, I like I loved it. To their credit, like that that sizzle reel he made cuts in Ben mm. Affleck as Daredevil in a couple of choice scenes. Yeah, God, it, it, it could have worked. I hope they come back soon. I want to see them live again. I like uh, what Henry was getting at though. That movies are too well made these days. <laughs> 
No, it's, it's true. Yeah. It is true. Slick. The camera moves too smoothly, and they never have to just get like a gritty night shot of a car. They mm-hmm. can always make it look super good yeah. with yeah. nice uh, lighting yeah. and just, and reds or whatever. Just like using. looking in the Warriors yeah. of like watching a, yes. a, an old like New York subway yeah. like pull up and like it's charming, it's dirty and ugly. It's and, in its dirty, ugly way. It's yeah. charming, and now it's, it's like lived in. And now it's like, oh man, I feel like yeah. a bunch of people wearing like spandex suits and like jetpacks are making the movie behind the camera there. Yeah. Like everything's. <laughs> Slick and that's, 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 there's that shot in the Total Recall trailer of like the camera zooming to everywhere he's pointing the gun as he's doing it dynamically. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. neat. At, well, at first when I saw that kind of virtual camera work, mm-hmm. like in the Matrix, I was like, "Wow, amazing!" Wow. But now I'm noticing it, and I'm like, "But the thing is, just that- as much as I notice CG in a movie, mm-hmm. I notice CG cameras, and I'm like." Well, that's not a real camera. A camera can't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing a computer simulation of a camera. I don't like yeah. that. I think it, it belongs. Mm-hmm. I love like that Advent Children, which is a ridiculous movie, but it just having no real camera. Oh, we can do whatever we want with a the camera. They do interesting things. The worst example of that is any Star Wars, any Star Wars movie in the prequels where some human being is riding a speeder bike. Yeah. It's the most ridiculous thing. Fuck, I don't even want to go back and watch it. Like when they're trying to pan around a human being with a real mm-hmm. camera and approximating somebody flying at the speed of light. It's the stupidest looking fucking thing I've ever seen. I mean, if I mean, I know like the physical camera work is a limitation of physical cameras, so it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be an integral part of filmmaking. But when the but what of composition? But when the guys who made like Crank are on roller skates and yeah. stuff, the fact that the, the camera's really there, you can tell, makes me feel like I'm there. Yeah. When it, when it I when the, when the camera is like zooming around a building in an impossible way then I don't feel like it's really happening when you're watching yeah when you're watching something like Transformers you're just thinking to yourself they spent a lot of money like, but when you watch just... Dark Knight and there's like a helicopter shot that's actually a helicopter shot you're like <laughs> okay this is happening well, you, oh, you weren't we watched uh, Hearts of Darkness which like Abed says way better than Apocalypse Now uh, I think it is yeah. and yeah that, that, like, that, that sequence in Apocalypse Now is done with all real helicopters like not a fake one Mm-hmm. It, it's still it, like now as an adult it registers me like I, I guess I don't normally see that many helicopters in one one real helicopters in one mm-hmm. shot anymore mm-hmm. I love when that movie starts I, I also like they have scenes with Lucas in that film where watch he's Hearts like, of Darkness it's in fantastic in Hearts of Darkness where Lucas goes like well yeah he thought I would film it because he didn't want to do all the hard work but I don't want to do it either he didn't really say that he basically said that he did not say that oh other movie news uh, I know we're, we're getting news. close to break but the best thing that could happen happened. Joss Whedon is signed on to uh, write yes. and direct Avengers 2. Yay. Yay. And he has a TV show, too. Yeah, and he'll say. be producing the TV and show. And he's forced yeah. to... Oh, whatever. Whedon can... He shot a Shakespeare movie sometime in between doing Avengers mm-hmm. that hasn't come See, out yet. This was my fear. Dude loves working. This was my fear with Avengers uh, was that, like... Marvel doesn't always, Marvel Films doesn't always bring back the director for the second film. They're not bringing back the director for Thor or Cap. Mm-hmm. And so even though Avengers was totally, yes. I, Those are ones you can experiment with. And like, you, can, you can gamble with it and maybe you'll get something even better. But Avengers was You can't to- get something yeah. better than Joss Whedon. Avengers Avengers. was totally saved by Joss Whedon. Mm. Felt with, if Joss Whedon hadn't been involved, it would have been not even half the film it was, mm. I think. And so, like, I was worried they were going to be like, well, we don't want to pay him enough money. But, like, they, they, they did it. They got it. I like, I'm very happy with that. What do you I'm think sh- about the TV show, though? 
Eh, if it's like ground level in the Marvel universe, like sort of well, um, Alias, the 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 comic book Alias, not the. There have been a couple. The rumors I heard are uh, Wasp and Ant Man hmm. show, which I I I sort of behind, but then I heard sort of a Gotham centrally thing. The, the cops in the Marvel universe. Yeah, I heard. I heard that with rumor shit too. on the periphery. I could go yeah. for that. I don't, I don't know. know. It would have to be something about things that use special effects sparingly. I want <laughs> that would have to be the. Yeah, I was going to say, unless they throw money at it, it, it could be. Uh, even is it crazy to, for me to want a She-Hulk show? I would yes. love a She-Hulk. I think it, cool. it could be an action show and on occasion a legal drama. Yeah. And She-Hulk has appeared with like every group in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. And imagine like a long-running show where that character shows up in every Marvel movie. She-Hulk. Man, it'll be really great in 15 years from now when Marvel finally has back all the characters and can do whatever they want. Um, I, uh, I've been meaning to look... I've been meaning to... God, I've been meaning to look in the Spider-Man's box office numbers. There was that... It did good. ...hilarious did, image buddy. a long time ago of like the box office predictions for the summer and it was... Uh, Batman and Iron Man holding a pile of money and throwing it at one another. <laughs> and then, and then s- somebody modified it with like Spider-Man crouching down and picking up what falls off. <laughs> falls off. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we should take a little break, and then on the other side, we'll talk about last uh, two weeks ago's question of the week and talk some more about other questions. Uh, R.I.P. Joe Hello, everyone. This is the part of the show where we take a little break and talk about uh, lasertimepodcast.com and how awesome it is. If uh, you're listening to this podcast, we really appreciate it. And uh, you should check out lasertimepodcast.com, our host site, where you find the home podcast, uh, Laser Time, where we talk about stupid things every week for a long time, and it's really fun. And you also find VG Empire, the music podcast, where we talk about video game music. Also, if you'd like to support LazerTimePodcast.com and help us out and keep these shows free, there's lots of ways you can help. On the left side of the screen you, uh, the, of every page, you'll see a little donate button. Just click on that and you can pay, like, donate whatever you can to help us out through PayPal. Or there's a link to a t-shirt store. You can buy t-shirts from us. Give us a little money that way. Or if you'd like to help out in an even easier way and cheaper way, more importantly... On the right side of the screen, you'll see links to stuff on Amazon. If you click on any of those links, it'll take you there. Even if you don't buy the thing you click on, if you buy anything from Amazon with, after clicking on that link within the same tab, you will then uh, give us a little money. And we really appreciate when that happens. So if you can help us out, that'd be great. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Zune and you subscribe to it, thank you very much. If uh, you haven't given us a review yet, we'd really appreciate that. That helps a lot in placement. You know, just five stars, positive feedback, always good. I see we're really climbing up the charts in the video game section. I'm, I'm very proud of that. Thank you guys very much. And now for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. Boom! This week, I talked about it a little in the other section, is Fatal. The book by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, which I enjoy so very much. It's their newest series. The first collection of the first five issues just came out. 
Uh, you'll see a link to buying it on the, on the post for this thing. It's a great mix of like film noir and classic 1950s horror and, uh, and the occult and, and old San Francisco. It's just beautiful. I love the book so very much. I hope it's, uh, I hope it's a success and that he keeps doing it for as long as he wants to. So, uh, you'll once again see the link to buy it on Amazon. You can click that Amazon link, purchase it through us, help out lasertimepodcast.com and Cave Crisis. And now back to the rest of the show. Welcome back, everybody, to part two of ep- uh, episode 23 of Cave Crisis. I might have said 22 before, but I meant 23. And look, guys, I was, I was really sick. <laughs> I can only use this as an excuse for so long. Haven't had a cold that bad since uh, uh, 1982. Last, last year. No. Actually, I get a cold or within a month of my birthday every year. That means my birthday's coming up, guys. Just want to make sure you know. <laughs> so wait, your cold means that your birthday is coming up, or are you just? I ser- there was seriously like I five. Got a cold. It feels like it's Henry's birthday. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had a cold for five birthdays in a row. Like I was sick for five birthdays no, in a row. This is the period I actually where I threw always up sick. on my birthday one day. But, Somehow, I imagine everyone your birthday. <laughs> Yes, you eat eating cake and jumping in bounce castles too much until you spew. <laughs> no, this one was where like I had. It was a couple of years ago. My mom made me like a nice breakfast before school. Like happy hey, twenty seven, honey. Ha ha ha! You know what? I'm not going to tell that story anymore. Oh come Aww. on! I'm sorry. I ate sand and threw up on my birthday once. <laughs> I was like nine. And, and lived around a lot of chickens. That's how they digest. Uh, Why did you eat sand? I was something about a b- thing that weighted down my balloons, and I was chewing on it, and it popped in my mouth. In your mouth? mouth? I know exactly. What you're, a little sand in a balloon makes it more that. fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I what is wrong? What is wrong with Anne? Why are you reading wa- before Watchmen? Wait, <laughs> wait, no, no, no. We're just, oh, my bad. first. Yeah. I wanted to say, like, I did say, R.I.P. Joe Kubert. I meant. Uh, to mention that earlier, he passed away. Artist Joe Kubert, uh, is like eighty-five, I believe he was. He was a really important artist. Guy, uh, he did like uh, a bunch of work on Hawkman and Blackhawks, like a ton of good stuff for DC. Started a comic book school, and his two sons, Andy and Adam, are like two of the top comic artists of this generation. Like, it's crazy to think that, like that. That it might not be hard work and somehow hereditary to be a great artist. Yeah, well, I mean, he trained them. He he. There's uh, a Kubert school, it. and they went to the Kubert school and teach there. Too. Were all his dialogue bubbles like an exclamation point, uh, an asterisk, a question mark, and a, making a Kubert joke? Oh, oh wait, I'm sorry, oh, man. That's good. And I was going to call it a hashtag, but it's actually a pound sign. Yeah, and I we are victims fi- of the modern I, age. I couldn't find the word. Ah, uh, clever. That's yeah. clever. Yeah. Uh, all right. 
Well, so last week... I'm going to give you a clever achievement. Clever? <laughs> was that, yes. Was that clever? Oh, uh, my clever score is so much higher than your guys' now. <laughs> so, guys, last week we asked a uh, pretty old little question here. Pretty terrible question of the week. <laughs> about how do you store your old comics? And uh, <laughs> White Steve Harvey, always good for one, said... Uh, and also how you would bribe me, apparently. Oh. To we'd ask that. I can't remember why. Well, see, I, I know you bribe Henry. Cool. Mario. Doesn't matter what it is, he'll do whatever you say. Nah, because I pro- sure a lot of people said I that. probably own it. If it's a Mario mm. toy, I likely own it. Have you ever seen Mario in a Spider-Man costume? Well, if uh, well, somebody people? made something mm. like that, maybe. Uh, let's see here. Oh, what were you Steve. saying? White Steve Harvey. He said uh, my dad and uncles kept a very large chest of Spider-Man, Batman, and Archie comics in the 70s. And that introduced me to comics. I love that because that's how I... Well, I don't recommend Windy Witch, Casper, or Sad Sack comics to any living soul. But that is how I read scores of them. And and I love... I think I said that, that old beach house my uh, family, extended family, used to have. Uh, they had their mad magazines in there, too. And I would read tons of... The reason why I know so much about movies is because I've read every Mad Magazine from like 1960 mm. to now. And I've read every one of their stupid, horrible satires, which I think is a joke <laughs> in and of itself. There are uh, jokes on satires. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I've Wait, read every single one of those. They're satirizing satires in there? They're, they're technically parodies. Whoa. Uh, not stuff. satires. But... Uh, yeah, I've, I've read every one of those, so I know the plot points and cliches of every movie ever because of Mad Magazine. Ray, I can't tell if you're frowning or about to yawn. Uh, I'm stifling I'm, a yawn. I'm thinking both. about your your extended family's beach house. You ever go there with like your <laughs> your like you know like your sexy teenage friends, and you all go there, and then like the power goes out. <laughs> Accidentally, and, oh, I, you were going to take it in a horror movie. Yeah, and was, some people die. No, it is, but what did happen is we were all saying, and they had four kids growing up, so it's fucking massive. They bought it in the 50s when a beachfront property, who cares? It's too hot here. Uh, and it's this huge house, two stories. Uh, I believe now it's technically condemned because it's that old. Uh, but the rooms have a bunch of beds in it, so like a bunch of fucking family members are there. And I drank a... I wanted to drink soda, and they didn't have any, so to like take it out on somebody, I drank a whole bottle of black cherry seltzer water. Uh, and cool. I had a dream. Um, I was peeing at camp, and everybody's banging on the door. Get out of there! I'm like, I'm pissing, sitting down. You leave me alone. And then I woke up, and I just had pissed everywhere. <laughs> and uh, it was in a house full of like a dozen family members. I had to, I had to try to hide piss-covered sheets. Oh, and then I scrubbed. The worst. I sc- you can't. You can't. You can't. And then I scrubbed. Like, what's that? Uh, uh, little thing underneath the bottom sheet that goes around the bed. That's Oh, uh, the runner? The runner, I, I'm like, I'm scrubbing that, not realizing that I just scrubbed like this giant pissy hole in it, uh, trying to get my, my fucking uh, seltzer urine out. And that was um, the last time I wet the bed until sober. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Pedo Bearclaw was like a few people who said that my uh, comic collection is of dubious legality is on my hard drive, iPhone, and Dropbox. Like, oh, you guys, you need physical media. Come on, don't leave it behind. Jesus, sever the company, man. Keep pushing that physical media. I love... I, 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 how do I have a right to talk? 
Uh, anyway. It is something about having a page in my hand. I don't know. I just I I still love it. it. No one anymore. Uh, Keller. Nope. It was uh, Keltar ninety three. Obviously, obviously a douche. Did I store mine in my room? Can't be more specific because my room is a fucking mess. <laughs> like there you go. Same way with my physical issues. Yes. Yeah. One on the bed. One on the chair. Uh, Keltar ninety three says I have a handful of trades in my collection. So in a milk crate. In a milk. Oh, like old albums. Old school. Respect. Uh, let's see here. Where Ni- do you get a milk crate these days? Uh, you steal them from the back of elementary schools, and I think that's okay. it. I don't think anybody else gets milk crates <laughs> Just anymore. Yeah, if he worked at like a CVS or a grocery store or something, I bet they uh, do still they, get Whatever material crates. is involved in making a milk crate, do they still manufacture that? The plastic with the weird patterns in it? I bet. You think oh, yeah. so? Yeah. Maybe his dad works in a milk factory. <laughs> It's uh, a pretty big wheel there. <laughs> uh, Nightcrawler358 said, I keep a handful of single issues uh, in an assorted piles and drawers and stuff. <laughs> but I prefer to wait for trades. I keep them on the be- bookshelf beside me, uh, just like me. What's, what are you getting about? Uh, I shouldn't even read it, but... Uh, oh, dear. User, I would like to compliment user, uh, farts are perfume for gay people. <laughs> Man, I feel like his, we mentioned him every episode. For his avatar of... Paul Winfield, James Avery, and Carl Winslow, uh, the finest black character actors <laughs> pre-1995. Um, Those are great. So great. Uh, I, don't I, I, I do not ever remember having read this person's name. Yeah. Oh, man. I read uh, the Carl Winslow reminds me. I read on Pract this article called The Craziest Episodes, The Weirdest Episodes of Any Sitcom Ever. And one of them was from the late, late, late seasons of Family Matters, mm-hmm. where an evil Steve Urkel doll murders the entire family. Yeah. Like, what? like a little, a little ventriloquist doll gets struck by lightning and becomes Steve-ol. <laughs> and uh, and like goes through and kills everyone in the family. Like, kind of in, implies brutal murder of them. <laughs> And then the end of the the episode Did ends. I do? Oh, the episode ends where it's all yes. a dream. And you're being charged with it, Steve. You <laughs> yeah. did do this. And then the very next year, they have another. They have a sequel, Stevel episode for Halloween. Except in this one, there's a Carl toy too. A Steve Cool. And then the yes, a Steve. <laughs> Sorry, Steve Cool. And there's a Carl toy in it too. And then I watched the video of it. There's a crazily creepy scene where. Two midgets with fake uh, doll heads on their head then do hip-hop dance routines to songs about how evil they are. It's so weird. I want to watch that. Read uh, those. Oh, and I closed it. I wanted to read those six just because it made me squee a little bit. Uh, Store my single issues in a small plastic bin on my desk. Uh, 11 underrated comics. I keep my trades stacked. Uh, Marvel Zombies 3 and 4. For example, in Red Sun, on top of my Super Mario Brother themed wooden NES cart holder, totally had that. Wow, I didn't have that. I had a uh, I had a metal Legend of Zelda garbage can. He does say, uh, and two, I would bribe Henry with uh, said NES cart holder. <laughs> I think I would take. That. I think you would. Uh, all right, guys. Well, so those are just some of your answers that uh, that we got. Uh, they, we really appreciate it, especially. Jesus. 
Especially thanks to the person who started that thread, because I forgot to start the thread. Oh, I'm boy. sorry. Total commitment. This week, I will start the thread, though. There'll be a thread prepared ahead of time. You guys won't have to make one for me. Sorry. And this week's question that the thread will be based upon comes from a little story that we heard from Anne right before the podcast began. Anne, would you like to share? But you were talking... I received a couple... I, I'm still sort of with Hank. I, I am dying technically to read before Watchmen, but I just I it, it doesn't it, it doesn't need to exist. Yeah. I don't want to encourage it, so I refuse to pay for it. But you're actually reading before Watchmen. No, I I bought it. I haven't read it. I you're, bought you're I bought one issue. Watchmen. I bought the first issue of Rorschach story. Mm-hmm. But my dirty, shameful little secret is that I've never read Watchmen. Oh, and it's, it's horrifying. And I actually have a few issues. I have parts of it in storage, but I have not read it. How did that happen? I don't know. That, I, I don't like, know. I feel like that was given to people as, like, gateway drugs to comics. I, well, I was reading comics before watching. You were. Well, that's one impossible. of those girls that needs it. But, yeah. At the, at but the it's pizza. like it's something that I would read. I just can't believe you're reading understand. before Watchmen. Before I Watchmen, I haven't read it yet. I just bought it because I was like, well, I saw the movie and I kind of remember parts of it, and I remember this but guy. But I'm curious about really what happened cool. beforehand. <laughs> it was so weird at the pe- that reminds me at the pizza place tonight. Mm-hmm. We were sitting next to guys who were talking about comic books oh, the yeah. entire oh, yeah. time. The one guy in the button-up Spider-Man shirt. Oh yeah, the DBZ style. <laughs> yeah, that was really classy. I liked it. Oh, but it was, was like look. Spider-Man was like rapping as like I people at home can't see this, but like Spider-Man was across the back of his shirt and his arms <laughs> were just kind of like, oh. Like he's riding his back like Yoda? <laughs> yeah. 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 it's just his arms over the sh- like, <laughs> shoulder part. <laughs> uh, but then the, the guy said a very cliched statement, but oh. one that I could, like, I've noticed other people say before, which is I give Why the Last Man to girls who are interested in comics because it's a gate, it's like Women love that one, apparently. Yeah. To get him. I think that's a cliche. I think that's like calling a, a game mode girlfriend mode. Am I right, Tyler? I think it's odd that women. I think it's odd that women like that so much. I mean, I really enjoy Why the Last Man, but I think it's mm. odd that people would use that as a gateway, considering it mm. is all about women being incompetent fucks when all mm. men are gone. Huh. Like women are absolutely useless. interpret it like that. Before. Yeah, I never. No, the, that's not the world true. goes a to lot. fucking hell. Because well, there are no women in most construction jobs. There are no Ooh. women. There are no female pilots. Most women in politics are low level. The, the ship she was captain. You're right. Women. Yeah. Are, no. Like uh, the only the only town that is of any use. I, I can't. That might be kind of spoilery. Well, but it's like ten the, issues in. But, but as the story goes on, like you see all these very self sufficient women. Yeah, who women start who, ra- rising up in the ranks. Or but learn that's so to, few. Like most of the women they show are psycho crazy bitches. I just like, man, I think that's, it's not, it's probably cliche to say that feeds into a male fantasy of being mm. the only heterosexual oh, he, object he on the planet. It, well, no, he, he hates, hates it, but yes. then like, but like, I remember reading it and getting, like, this women see him and like, fuh, fuh, and like, and get like a Tex Avery cartoon and start bonking themselves over the head. Oh, he <laughs> makes, uh, I heard an interview with him way, way early in when the book came out where he said like, 
it, the book was in danger of becoming a Showtime After Dark it could, special. It like, until they, they had <laughs> to give him a reason. He needs to find Beth. I'm like, mm. I just find as many Beths as you can. <laughs> well, eventually he finds one. Beth. He does. Any uh, guy. Anyways, that's, he could have had any Beth. Any Beth. Any Elizabeth. Uh, so, so you're a little. You regret that you haven't read Watchmen. Yeah, yet. and I, uh, I will read it. I'm I'll sure probably just. I'll probably just buy a whole thing and just power through it so I don't have to try and dig it out of my storage unit. Mm-hmm. Well, what? So let's turn the question around. Guys, what uh, very important book or book you've heard a lot of good things about do you regret not having read yet? Chris, I'm going to go to you first. Not a good idea. Well, fine. Then I'll go first. Let me say that um, I always wanted to read it and I do have like a m- small collection of it. And Grimm really talked it up recently, Michael Grimm, our friend, and which was the Acme Novelty Library series by Chris Ware that uh, was making the rounds from Drawn and Quarterly Publishing. Like, it's a very... I've heard nothing but good things about it. One of the best comics around, but I just never read it. It, uh, it was one of those... I am not very well read in most indie books, to be honest, but I've read mm. some of the major ones, like by Dan Klaus or... Uh, or Optic Nerve, I've read that, but uh, but even like uh, Black Hole, like I haven't read by, I think Charles Burns is his name, uh, I think, uh, yeah, Black Hole, I haven't read that, like I'm, I'm really behind on a lot of major indie stuff, but uh, Acme Novelty Library is my big one. Hmm. I, I regret not having read all the things my friends like <laughs> and, and talk about. Every not having thing. read anything. Yeah, no, I'll, I, if you right had to now, pick one. right now, if I had to pick one, mm-hmm. uh, I, I just regret not not understanding the basics of Marvel and DC because that's mm-hmm. a conversation I'm just not really a part of. Spider Man, I haven't read much of anything. Mm-hmm. Batman, even like you guys had to tell me who Bane is before we went to see Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> wow. and then I went into that only knowing what you guys told me, and I'm like, yeah. I, I, I'm on the inside, I know. And then they just totally messed with it. And I'm like, oh, that was the <laughs> one thing I knew, I guess. I don't know. I will say right now I'm reading, I, I decided I should start reading some word books, as in without Ugh. pictures. You know What? I'm reading Neil Stevenson's um, uh, Ream D. What's the art like? Uh, it's, it's all like a font. Ah! Yeah, it's just it's just Sounds letters. Sounds terrible. But I will say that that his books are are like comic book like, and that in one chapter it's a family reunion, and the next chapter like Russian mobsters are kidnapping people. Is this in an black airplane. and white? Uh, yeah, it is in black and white. Actually, oh, yeah. God, <laughs> color yeah. personal. Twenty six characters. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eleven yeah. punctuation. Uh, yeah, something like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah I have a lot more uh, real books I regret not reading right now. Yeah. That's one of the prices of, of having read a bunch of comic books and not having too well, that, many regrets there. Like I wish I'd read more real books. Last week I was like, yeah. I do want to catch up on comic books. And I'm also like, man, I really haven't been reading that other kind of book at all. And yeah. I should do that. You need to exercise your brain with that kind of stuff. No, but I mean, it's like I, I started by reading like trashy sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. Not, Stevenson isn't trashy. I started by reading... Um, a book called Time... I can't even remember the name of the book. That's how not great... Time's Arrow? Time Splash? Time Splash. I think. <laughs> it, it was a British author I could uh-huh. tell because of all the U's and the... The last uh, yeah. smart book I read was Time's Arrow by Martin Amos. Oh, maybe I'll read that. Anus! 
aim what? it. What? <laughs> That's its name? Oh, boy. Oh, uh, well, maybe I'll read that. Time to. I read an article by Larry Butt. How about that, Henry? An article. Uh, Shit. What? Henry Butt? I'm, I'm retiring. Anyway. What have you wished you uh, read? I, w- I will. Like, uh, Carolyn recently had said it's uh, Uzumaki, some manga yep. thing. And like I'm like, that sounds fucking awesome. She's like, I'll give them all to you. And she just reminded me recently that, like, have you read them yet? I'm like, no, I, I borrowed those. Fuck. Mm. But I guess if I had to come out, and this is, uh, this is my, my big special episode. Okay. To come out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do this. Okay. It's okay. <sighs> you can do it. I've never read the Dark Phoenix Saga. What? In fact, I thought the X-Men were boring and was definitely reading comics while it was all happening and popular. And just no knowledge of the Dark Phoenix saga. Not at all. Unlike Tyler, I have every bit of knowledge about what I was going to say. Uh, I know what happened there, and like I guess I don't. I can't attribute it solely to Marvel cards and having comic friends. Like I knew what I know it was happening. Mm -hmm. I just haven't read it. I've never seen it. I don't know a single panel. Um, Yeah, it's it's good. I think it's kind of stuck in the eighties. Like I was reading comics then, though, and like I dude, I literally thought the X Men were boring. And I don't well, understand that. Well, they were just that. too convoluted for me. And like, I, that was my problem. I thought I, I was reading. I, I don't know. I'm really. I kind of. I might overpraise the Ultimate Comics line, but that Ultimate Comics X Men mm-hmm. is having a really good time with. Uh, yeah, it just made a lot of sense. It wasn't yeah. so full of itself and its history. And the government created mutants and. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Bit. Yeah, that's, that's when it deal. started to get too complicated. To be honest. Well, that's like, when they're not stand-ins for gay people anymore. <laughs> it makes it a, It makes it something different. That's what they killed off. Uh, now they've killed off Wolverine, and it brought back his son. Mm-hmm. Like that's currently what's going Jimmy. on. Jimmy, jeez, I'm not reading that. I I will. I need to read, catch up on the Miles stuff. You, you haven't read that yet? No, no. I've been reading Spider Man, but I didn't. I read, keep bothering read Brett to do that, and so like they had they had a sale on Comicsology the other day, and you know how Elston is. You should yeah. read this. Well, I'm not gonna. Well, I won't. So, you should watch it. You so will I, so like I just like. You. Guess what? I bought it for you. <laughs> so I just bought it for him. Like, well, now I have to read this. Like, I know. I know how you are. Like, rather than buy a fucking comic, if I buy you one, you'll read it. Well, he and, was the same way with the rest of development for about seven years. Yeah. And then really? when he finally watched, he's like, this is a great show. Will that happen, though? If I just, like, buy Brett something, does he have to, does he, like, have a compulsion? He's a frugal man. I don't know. He's been, where he's he has had to do my it. copy of The Walking Dead Mega Collection, Compendium 1, for Close to a year and has not read it. I'm embarrassed oh, okay. I haven't read Walking Dead 101. Yeah, me too. Because if, well, if that the was the case, I would, just, I would just like give him presents. Like, here is uh, the Brothers Karamazov. It's in like a 5,000-page <laughs> book. I bought it just for oh, you, Brett, because I thought you would like it. And then Anna I would just Karina like... I would, wait, I, knew, I would wait for update. To, to, so, the context how far there, I knew he was going to have to take a flight to Germany. And like, yeah, I like Batman. You should read Night of Owls. No. <laughs> unless unless he makes the recommendation for himself and decides for himself, he will Brett will not take your recommendation ever. Uh, speaking of arrest development, is it seeing those photographs from real? Yes, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like like they're really doing it. Like it's uh, and John I, Slattery has been confirmed as part of the. I know, but the just, cast God, just the, the what's just his nuts? Seeing... Sterling Cooper, Sterling from uh, Mad Men. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Fucking great. Slattery's awesome. He's amazing. Well, but then seeing like a photograph of 
of uh, Tobias no. Funke in his like never new jeans. Like I still, I still didn't believe it, and then I saw uh, Michael Sarah on yeah. Looking- a Segway with the word Job taped over. <laughs> yeah, uh, seeing Michael Sarah there is what's the weirdest for me. It's like mm-hmm. this could have been this could have been the original show. He looks the same. No, he there's not, a picture. There's a picture of him next to Jason Bateman. Who he towers over now? Oh no, he is. <laughs> he, he is towers. bigger, but just his face, yeah, his little awkward a, face, is like just the same. He's still it's a ten-year-old awkward-looking shit. <laughs> Whom uh, I love. No, I love him. I watched just to remind myself how much I love Arrested Development because mm-hmm. I kind of forgotten because I hadn't watched in a while. It was a, like a ten-minute video of the best lines from Arrested Development. Oh, and, I love God, this. It was so good. It was like I forgot the hilarious shit where Lucille will see the uh, Martin Mull's character, and every oh! time she goes like. <laughs> but so seriously, great. I need you to watch. <laughs> uh, it's and a it's a del- it's a wonderful. What's he say about? It's Burger a wonderful King? restaurant. It's a wonderful. Restaurant. It sure is. <laughs> and right after that, the Fonz literally jumps over a shark. <laughs> it's uh, a fantastic uh, show. Uh, so <sighs> All right. done. We well, have guys, to decompress uh, from thinking about Arrested Development. <laughs> oh, that Man. show was so good. And then when it comes out, when they're done with it, every episode of the season will be available at once on Netflix. You won't have to wait. We, yeah, that's they've wow. said that's how they're going to do it. Wow, the same we're gonna, way we're going to rewatch it all. The that's same way they did I never finished Sylvia's, the Lily Hammer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first original series. That's how they do it now on Netflix. They're just like, nah, whole season at once. Bam, right there. That's how we do it with other shows. We don't. We're not a network. That's we don't show suck. stuff weekly. That's going to be like, um, fuck, what games are like that where they come out and you, like, I'm as a professional you person. You wait five years for something and then you play it in, uh, like, well, eight hours. Oh, no, I do it because I want to be part of the conversation. I know there'll be spoils or spoilers on Twitter. Otherwise, I'd probably take it at my own pace. I'm trying to oh, think of a yeah, good example. Yeah. But it, it's I felt that way with Portal 2. With Portal, Portal 2, 2 sure. I had to yeah. play it as fast played as I could. played it overnight and it, it, that wasn't a good way to play it. I no. Portal and Portal 2 in one sitting. Really? Portal, however, I beat in one sitting, and that's not too bad. Portal Two is quite a bit longer. Yes, I it would be much better to play like one act of a, a day, like just. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think you should plug something before you leave. Well, guys, first off, I want to plug on GamesRadar.com, yeah. the site that I work at. Mm-hmm. We finally launched a new podcast, Yay. so let's just be open about it. Talk Radar got canceled. It sounds like people are open to it. There was, there is no more Talk Radar. It's done. Laser Time's here for you guys if you want to listen to what would be Talk Radar. Can I have now. Talk Radar then? No, that's not a question I can answer. Mm. Uh, what's important to know, though, is that we have a new show, Radio Radar. It's good. If you're a subscriber to Talk Radar, it's all, the episode has already showed up. In your in your feed, listen to it. It's the new show. It's hosted by Hollander Cooper. I'm a regular on it, as is our newest hire, Tom Maring- Maringo. His name, <laughs> I think. Uh, it's a it's a weird. Come on, what's what's with that weird foreigner name? I don't like it. Sounds Italian, yeah. bitch. Yeah, I know. What are you doing? Anyways, he's a cool guy. They're all cool guys, and we have a new podcast. We the first episode's gone up, and I think it uh, turned out really good. So. Give it a listen, gamesradar.com, Radio Radar. Look look out for it. Uh, 
It's a, and like I said, the Talk Radar feed. Yeah, it keeps with the spirit of Talk Radar in that it has a terrible name. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> but one that's even harder to say. Yes. Radio Radar. Like so many called, Hey, what's up? You're listening to Double R here on the yeah. GR.Kizzle. You're listening to Rrrr. You could just call it Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Oh, Ray, Ray. Yeah, what up? You're listening to Ray Ray right here on Radar. <laughs> I, I do need to. That's yeah, funny. Call when, it Ray Ray. I mean, when we named Ray it. Ray Ray. Uh, uh, talk radar. We we weren't thinking about anything, and the fact that people came up with tdards as mm-hmm. as what they were. I'm, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see the permutations of radio radar that mm-hmm. you haven't thought of yet. And if what kind of uh, fan art will radards. be radards? Radards. I think somebody. Did oh, I can't wait this. to see the forums. <laughs> mm. oh, I trolled you. Mm. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so talk radar is dead. Long live radio radar. But uh, the, but all the old episodes of Talk Radar, they're still on iTunes. Are they? Right now they're on iTunes. Doubt me. You might want to back them up, guys. I'm not sure how long they're going to be on there. But for now, they're there. Download some for your archives just to be complete. No, they won't be lost, though. Thank you like, for destroying uh, any legacy we might have No, left, they're, uh, still, thanks, they're still on the FTP. Thanks, the old man. Are still there. I'm just kidding, guys. Yeah, they, they'll always be available on the site. Until yeah. they're taken down. Until but, they're taken down off that. They have been taken down. Um, I can't imagine anybody would ever notice normal. to take them down. Yeah, no one would. Probably know. not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wanted to plug that. Uh, you know, also the have your old pal Tyler on as a guest sometime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Well, it's not my call. It's Cooper's call. I'll talk about uh, keyboards. Oh wait, Cooper likes that kind of stuff. I'm in. Uh-oh. Nuts. Yeah. Tyler and Cooper actually played the same games. How do you feel? About I remember that? Cooper had a funny <laughs> joke when he first got hired. Where when you, Chris, got hired to PC Gamer, he's like, yeah. "I tried." Cooper was saying, "I tried to get hired to PC Gamer for years. You wouldn't get me." And now you get Chris, who knows nothing about PC games. No, I reviewed it's not, every MMO for you it's guys. not that I know nothing about it. I just didn't give a shit about PC games. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Chris, learned, Chris, once he had a PC that, that he could play games on, learned, learned that there's much fun to be had in the, uh, in the free-to-play Steam is my preferred. And- if there's a, I have a preferred console, it's fucking Steam. PC Gamer Digital. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to play Sleeping Dogs Sorry. on PC. Yep. Uh, that high-res texture pack. Yeah, oh, it looks so good. Mm. And uh, anyway, uh, point is, I'm going to be on that podcast. Yes. I'm going to be all over it, and you can't stop it. All right. And make sweet love to your podcast. We're going to have a podcast, too. Soon. Really? Oh, I, I can't. You know who never invited Except me? Except there's no cursing because it's a baby show for babies. Baby show for babies. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I was on the At Gamer podcast this week, and then they... then. The file got corrupted and lost, so <laughs> I'm either going to have to re-record it tomorrow I'm with sorry. them or not do it. Uh, I don't think that's magic you can recapture. That's no, I know. Uh, me and Charlie are on fire <laughs> talking about <laughs> talking about new Super Mario Brothers two. Uh, anybody good. else want to plug stuff? I want to plug not listening to Charlie or following him on Twitter. I don't like that guy. <laughs> that's and not true. You love Charlie. I hate Charlie. You love Charlie. But there will be a new Laser Time next week, right? There will be very yes. much. Yeah, as long as we record one. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when we'll see you next week. I pro unless I get sick. I'll see you next week on Cape Crisis Excelsior. Excelsior. Excelsior.